Hello and welcome to Conversations in Economic Central. Hello. Hello, Hello. Mrs. B. I've got my voice Hello, back. Hello, everyone. You do. Actually. I have my voice back today. Yeah, All is good in the world. It's better. Yes. We're back to normal. I'll get my earplugs out again. Yep. I won't be thwarted by some sort of infection. No problem to me. Now, here we are, Mr. Johnson. By a peanut or whatever it was. Yes, whatever it was. Yes. Yeah. We'll be eating those again. Yes. Now, here we are. We're going to discuss for the year 12s structural change and productivity. Well, that's really good. Yes, it is. This was actually a request. Was I can't it remember really? who, who was requested it? it. Somebody in my class requested it. Well, come on. We want to shout out to yeah, them. Yeah, shout out to whoever it was. I shout out to whoever it is at Mr. Johnson's class about productivity yes. and structural change. And one of your podcasts. Correct. Right. Now, structural change, I yes. do feel that people get a little bit het up about yeah. something that isn't a great large topic. No, it's it's a it's a minute topic. It is, and there's five dot points on the syllabus. And it doesn't appear that often, now and again, yeah. as an yeah. essay, like an yeah. eight-mark essay, eight-mark experience one. Yes, it does. Yes. Now, what would you like to tell us about structural Well, change? really, yeah. right, you know, what it is, Yes. What, what does it look like, so what are the indicators... Yes. What are some causes yeah. and what is the relationship with economic growth? Yes. Okay, so right. structural change is something, is, is just that the demand and supply patterns within the economy change over time. Yes, right? the, it's the, the change in the composition of output, Thank you. location and employment. Well, there you go. Mm. Uh, structural change, I mean, because the economy is not a static thing. No, it's thing. not. It is not no. something, you know, stuck it's in evolving. aspic as they say, it evolves, it, <laughs> it changes evolves. because it's made up of people. It is. Right? And so as we have new ideas problem, and different wants <laughs> and all that sort of stuff, <laughs> well, maybe when we're all AI or whatever, then, you know, it might be all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so the, you know, as new technology is developed and new ideas and yes. new needs and wants, you know, uh, get developed new wants, um, yeah, the economy changes, it, it adapts. Yeah. So it's nothing too controversial there. Or not no, no, no. Mm. So, what sort of things would you be talking about would be causing this? Well, can you give me can you give me that definition again, please? Yes, it's the change in composition of output, mm. location of output, and employment. Right. So, looking at that definition, do you like that definition? Yeah, it's good. Well, I thought it was quite good. Uh, you look at that definition. Well, what what is going to cause output to change in that respect? So, it would be this sort of, as I said, sort of demand side factors that would yes. change what we need to produce yes and supply side factors which should change the way that yes. we are producing that's a very things. good way of explaining it like thank that. you yes. thank you so there's a <laughs> there's a whole raft oh, of, i do like that there's too. a whole raft of factors isn't there yes. um but you can think of this sort of endogenous yes. internal change yes. which is a natural sort of process yes. and there could be a exogenous external factors yes. that can drive change right. so endogenous change is where i link it to economic growth right, right? so economic growth happens it does and as it's we late. as the economy grows so let's say we we take a, a an agrarian rural based society yes. Um, as that economy grows, we see people's living standards rise. They start to demand, uh, you know, more manufactured products. Yes. And people, then we see the change in output. So we start to move towards more manufacturing, more yep. jobs are created. Again, more economic growth occurs. Yep. People's living standards rise. Again, people get high paying jobs. And then we start demanding high end sort of result, um, the service, yes. um, services. So then we get a services economy. And that is a process that could take you know, decades, yes, if not centuries yes. even. Um, or, as we can see in China, they've, they've managed to do it over a very quick period very quick, of time. Yes, very quick changes. Yes. yes. So that is our endogenous yes. change. What about ex exogenous? Exogenous change. So changes in uh, things like technology, yes. as technology, technology is developed, 
changes in demographics. So as we have an aging population, we're going to demand more services that old people want. Yes. Uh, what else? So external factors. So um, the 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 development of China and Asia yes, and the impact. and the increased demand for our minerals and all that sort of stuff has changed has an impact upon Australia. Yes, it does. And of course, the exchange rate. Yes. Um, the fact that that higher demand for our products and the flows of foreign investment, yes. a high exchange rate for a very long period of time, which meant the hollowing out of Australia's manufacturing it sector. It's not very good for them. Yeah, how's that? Anything yes, that's very good. There? Okay. Now, what about the relationship between economic growth and productivity? Well, as I as I was sort of trying to allude to, it's a co-relationship. I'm glad you used that. Phrase. You like that word? Yes, uh, because that's what I can say. I was related yes i would start with economic growth so yes, economic growth happens yes as i said that then increases our income yes and that changes the the, the, the demand side of things people then start demanding more high-end products manufactured services that will then drive and generate more economic growth in those sectors Indeed. again more jobs yes. changing demand and, and it's sort of a i've got my hands waving because yes. i'm trying to show it's a it cycle is, it's a cycle going mm. around isn't it yes, yes. And really, that's all we need to be known. That's all you need to know. Yes. Now, yes. let's move on to productivity. Yes. Now, productivity, the output per input. Yes, the efficiency of production. Yes. Now, the first thing we've got to do here, DJ, is we've got to distinguish between labour productivity and multi-factor productivity. We do. We have to endeavour to yes. do that, don't we? Yes. So, labour productivity is output or gdp per labor hours Indeed. worked yes uh it is uh the the productivity of our labor force yes. and the all important formula to remember is that labor productivity is influenced by two things it is our multi-factor productivity yes. and capital deepening so capital deepening is more capital per yes. worker yes. multi-factor productivity is the underlying reasons for productivity improvement yes. and the key one being technology yes. changes. So yes. when we see something, uh, I don't know, you look at a teacher, we're probably more productive now than yes. we were 10 years ago. Well, we are. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then you'd say, well, why? I mean, you could you could look at some capital, could, yeah. uh, like you know our projectors yeah. and our laptops and yeah. things like that. So that has obviously improved our productivity, but then there'd be underlying things like the technology that's on our computers, yeah. the training we have yeah, in using that technology, that there's up. knowledge yeah. and all that sort of yeah. stuff. So, so it's not it, quite as simple yes. as you think, is it? So therefore, it, that makes it hard to generate productivity yes, improvements yes, because it it's yes. very nebulous. It very, is. Yeah, it's, yes. not, it's not as simple as spend more money no. and then we get an out, outcome. No, it's, no. It, it, yeah. there's all sorts of other factors involved which Indeed. makes it a highly complex and lengthy process. Yes. Now, what about determinants of productivity growth? Uh, what sort of things should we be talking about? Are we, are we talking about the government policy? No, or? no, I haven't got onto those. Well, what, so what sort of things will affect productivity growth? You know, natural things. Uh, you're going to have to help me here. I don't well, I think we're talking here about things like uh, you know, what sort of natural resources we've got in the first place, our ability to find new resources, our technology improvements. Okay, yeah. I'm not sure about the resources thing because that's, is that productivity or production? Well, it depends, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it, it does. It's very hard, yeah, isn't it? it is. But yeah, uh, te I mean, tech. yeah, you're right. Technology obviously yeah. drives productivity. Um, capital deepening, as I said, yeah. it, it drives productivity. Um, maybe, uh, maybe what you're talking about is is that you need there there is a certain i guess um you need your economy economy to set up yeah. to be able to embrace Correct. productivity yes. because yeah. it's it's comp 
a market system, a competitive yes. market is going to drive productivity Correct. if you have competition. Yes. And you also need a stable society. You need yes. a, a, you know, a stable economy, you a do. stable political and legal system. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. Otherwise, it's not going to happen, no. right? So if you look at some of the sort of troubled hotspots around the world, there's obviously in those hotspots not productivity yeah, there's, because yeah. there's not going to be the investment and there's not going to be you know, the training yes, and all that sort of stuff, yeah. Now, we know that productivity will drive sustainable growth without inflation. It will indeed. Yes. Which is why we like it. Shifting the AS curve. Yes. yes. Now, we can also shift the AD curve, DJ. With productivity? Yes. yes. Yeah. Now, why is that? Well, okay, so we shift our AS curves uh, we're generating, we're improving our production potential. Yes. We're generating real economic growth. And of course, as that growth happens, we're improving the incomes. Yes, the real are. incomes of citizens is rising and therefore they are going to spend more money. And that's Correct. why the AD curve shifts is yes. because the growth is then increasing our incomes, which increases yes. our, our spending. So we can shift all three curves. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I, I would like, I mean, it depends on the question, well, yes. uh, but certainly in an extended response, I'd probably, yes, I'd probably do two models, quite yes, frankly. I would. I would draw just the AS curve Showing shifting, the immediate impact, yes. you know, and then show all curves yes. shifting. Yes, I would. Yes. So there is a positive relationship between productivity growth and economic growth. Yeah. And there's a, there was a good question I showed my students in class that had the link between the idea of economic objectives. Yes, that and was last year's paper. We were looking at that only today. Were you? Yes, well, there we you were. go. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and and that is a, that's a really good question, right? Good we're question. talking about how the three key yes. macro objectives are actually met when they we are. Um, when we improve productivity, we generate growth, we lower unemployment, and we have stable we prices. We do indeed. Mm. Better allocation of resources. Yep. And in fact, you could say we have a more equitable distribution of income. You could you argue that. People I agree. Hard work. I agree. Yes. Now we have the last part we have to know of productivity is these reforms. Yes. Yes. Now I've put them under the word littered. Can you spell that for us, yes. please? Well, it's not quite spelled correctly, but it pronounces littered. So mm. labour market reform, mm. investment in infrastructure, mm. trade liberalisation or free mm. trade. Yep. Uh, taxation. Taxation. Taxation reform. Uh, research and development and uh, no, sorry, education and training and research and development. Littered. That's very good. You know how I hate acronyms. Because we're going but, to be you know, littered helps, with productivity reforms. As long as as long yes. as you remember it, that's fine. Yes. Now, I, Nick, I, I loathe. Well, loathe you acronyms. might well do, but other people like. Them. I did too. If it so works, you, for you don't have to impose your misery. No. On the rest of us. If it works for you, please. It works lit, for the students. Littered, they like it. Littered left, right, and yes. centre. Now, <laughs> now the thing is, with these reforms, that there hasn't been a great deal. So we no, have to well, it says. I mean, this is the this is the thing, isn't it? Last ten years, apparently, but for some of these, you're looking at last thirty years has been yes, nothing. Yes. So, but there are some areas we could certainly yes. point to. So, so would like to to? Uh, I would point to trade liberalisation, of yes. course, because we free trade agreements, all the free trade agreements, exchange, you know, coming we, in. And when we get to Unit Three, we'll be yes. we'll be looking at many examples. Foreign, so, exchange, foreign investment that comes in as a consequence of opening yeah. up to the rest of the world. Dereg yes. Deregulation competition policies. Yes. So you can point to the Australian Consumer Law and the yes. ACCC and yes. all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, what else have we got? Investment in infrastructure. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. Yes. That's, and there's a huge fund, $110 million yes. Yes, set aside. Yes. Education and training. So there are some, there's some obviously increased spending. Yes. Um, and there's some reforms you could point to. National you, curriculum. Yeah, exactly. National curriculum yep. and NAPLAN, arguably, yes. is about sort of standardizing testing yes. and things like that. Uh, yeah. And 
the other one's a little bit of a little bit more nebulous research and innovation um you know i mean there's arguments that they've they've targeted funds a little bit more there's arguments that they've cut funding yeah. so i don't know no, but there, are, there yes. is a policy yes. and it sounds good yes um the other two labor market reform no significant reform no I, but there needs to be yeah i agree get rid yeah. of the unions immediately yeah uh, well, no more of this wage bargaining nonsense we'll, we'll negotiate our own wages from now on mr johnson off you go good luck well yes yes no. i've got uh, no problem i should go and see well, Mark I know, tomorrow morning i know well, Productivity. If you're delivering, you should be paid for it. Well, I think there's a place. There's a place for unions, but then no, there's no uh, outdated institutions. Well, aren't we get all? rid. Some of us are more well, outdated, outdated than others. Outdated. Speak for yourself. <laughs> um, right, taxation reform. Now, this is an area that I was going to say here before you go on. Um, with um, labour productivity or labour market, I should say, yes. there was the Australian Building Construction Commission, which was reintroduced under. Tony Abbott, I think it was. So you're talking less than 10 years ago. Uh, and that was an attempt um, because Howard had introduced it and then when Rudd Work came choices. in, they got rid of it. That's right. Um, 2006, and, I think that was. Yeah. And it's the, so the ABCC is meant to be particularly monitoring building and construction industry, which is obviously highly unionized yes, to sort is. of ensure that there's no sort of illegal strikes and things like that. Yes. So that that is one you could yes. point to. Now, taxation reform. Well, it hasn't been any, but no. it's pretty and important. And interestingly, mm. 50% of federal tax revenue will come from income tax, yeah. which is pretty yeah. over-dependent. Yeah, very. Mm. We, we well and truly need some, yes, some reform do. in that area. I mean, the last big reform was the GST. Yes. Uh, but it's but very complex. Very complex. It? And, and there's there's winners and losers, and the losers are usually pretty loud. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. So definitely, uh, I mean, there were, you could argue that there was an, there was an attempt uh with the cutting the of company tax well there is the income tax, tax stuff yeah. but certainly the, the company tax attempt yeah. Yeah. was an attempt but it, it was unsuccessful yeah. because the government was pretty hopeless at, at pursuing yeah. it yeah um i mean income tax cuts as they are i wouldn't call them reform no. i don't think you i don't think you'll get away with it but you could argue they do that that if there was a there, if if there was a, a wholesale sort of overhaul of taxation, then yeah, that would be a, a reform, wouldn't it? It would, yeah. Mm. Right. So, now, so really, they need to practice writing out an explanation of each of these types of reforms, do they not? Yes, mm. they certainly do. Yes. A paragraph on each. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. mm. you often get a question that asks you about yeah. five. Yeah, yeah, that was hard a few years ago. It was hard, yeah. 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 Um, but other than that, there, there's a couple of... There's about two or three good uh, essay questions to have a go at, mm. and there's some short answers the, to have a go at. The too, key thing is, can you define labour productivity? Can you define multi-factor well, productivity? Can, yes. And can you explain, you know, how productivity improvements occur and then the effect? Yes, of I can. Good. Well, I'm, you can. I'm confident that you'll I be right get. for this yeah, exam. Yeah, I will be right, right for the exam. Okay. Yes. Cool. <laughs> See, See ya. ya.